0: Good evening and welcome to another Moments with Norma. Well, it's Friday evening and it's so unlike me to be doing a podcast on a Friday evening. But I'm hoping that tomorrow I'll be going to a women's uh, international conference uh, tomorrow. So I thought I'd better get this out the way tonight uh, so that I can um, continue Uh, the practice of doing my weekly podcast. I trust that the podcast will find you all in good health. Uh, Today, uh, we had such a glorious day here in England. The sun uh, came out. It was really warm. And also, um, no more rain today. We didn't have any rain today. Uh, We've had such really torrential rain, flooding for the last couple of weeks. And it was just lovely uh, to go out and not to have to that that massive wind and rain that we've been been having for about the last month or so and i wasn't going to do this topic of the podcast um at all i wasn't going to cover this um and i thought about it actually uh this morning and yesterday i was thinking "Mm, maybe i should do a podcast on some of the way that we can help our our immune system um as we have this worldwide crisis with the coronavirus and then i thought nah, do i need to but then after i went out today And as you know, I travel around London on the public uh, transport and mainly on the buses. And I was coming back home on the bus and I was sitting uh, in a seat opposite um, some passengers. And one of the passengers that was sitting opposite me was a young school girl coming home from school and an older man. And the school girl uh, had severe acne, which was also very active. I could see that it was active acne. And she started touching her face, touching her lips, rubbing her face. And uh, I just said to her, darling, you know, don't rub your face. You know you're not supposed to rub your face. And then she says, oh, God, yeah, she says, I keep doing it all the time because obviously... um, this is what I do and now that I'm not supposed to because of the touching of the face, um I keep forgetting. And then I thought that was that. And then the, 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 the older gentleman beside her piped up. Oh, you can touch your face if you want to. Um, you know, it's 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 if you believe in these things, then it will happen. Um, and you just have to try and wash your hands as often as you can. Now, straight away, I realized that he did not understand what this touching of the face is all about and when you're not supposed to touch a face. And so um, when I got off the bus, he got off the bus too, and I had a conversation with him uh, to make sure that he understood what that was all about. So when I came home, I thought, you know what? let me quickly do this podcast rather than the one that i had planned so i'm just going to walk through some of the uh, things that would help us uh, to work with our immune system and also um, what i realize uh, that maybe some people who maybe uh, that english isn't their first language And clearly as well, the older gentleman, English, really wasn't his first language. And so maybe sometimes uh, they sort of misunderstood because obviously what the uh, 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 government and the scientists are telling us that when we're out and about and we don't have the necessary soap and water, or even uh, 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 the the antivirus gel um, to keep our hands clean, touching surfaces like we're on the bus, we're going to hold on to surfaces. I mean, I saw a gentleman a few weeks ago. He was coming from upstairs on the bus. He stood on the step. He sneezed and he sneezed into his hands and of course he went straight with the sneeze hand holding on to that rail uh, coming down the stairs and then went to hold on to the rails again uh, by the door to come out and this is exactly how uh, you know we're passing these germs all around I mean obviously since I saw him doing that the government has really been upping its ads and hupping uh, drilling us to make sure that when we do have to sneeze if we don't have a tissue to sleeve in uh, to sneeze into the sleeve of our arms and also if we do have a tissue and we use the tissue to sneeze into make sure that we do get rid of the tissue uh, in Uh, a safe way when we have the chance to do so and uh, these are how uh, a lot of uh, viruses this time of the year when the cold weather comes and we do get flu uh, 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 viruses that goes around every time this time of the year and also with this coronavirus it's going to even be a worse one than the normal flu virus that we would get. So it is really important and I just wanted to cover some of the things that we can also do uh, to help uh, support our immune system during uh, this process and time. So I decided, yes, I'd go ahead with it. And you know, sometimes it takes a world crisis to get us to level up and to remind us that we need to help ourselves. Our health is our own personal responsibility and we are conscious enough to know some basic things to look after our health and not to wait for the doctor or the government uh, to uh, tell us uh, how to look after some of our personal health. We need to take charge and to take uh, personal responsibility for our care and not just wait when we're in a crisis we run and we um, take you know medication and some of those medication um, have other stuff in there that can also be harmful to us as well so we need to start supporting ourselves and when we support our own self our personal health it does filter out um, to others who do not have um, the ability and the skill and the um, awareness uh, because sometimes we just take life for granted and we just live uh, just like that and it just doesn't really make any difference how we live we just get on and we just live uh, we sneeze we cough we spit uh, we do all kind of stuff um, when um, we you know um, just don't really care we're just existing. Uh, because some of us, that's what we do, Um, we do exist. So apart from the usual stuff that the government is putting out about sneezing, sanitizing, washing our hands, there are also practical things that we should be also doing uh, to help us um, to look after ourselves. So let's look at some of the practical things that we should be doing to help our immune system Um, whether there is a coronavirus and of course there is one now, so we need to do, uh, do it even more than we would, you know, just take in just a common cold, you know, we know we're going to get over it. So, um... Some of the practical things that we can do is to look at boosting our immune system and some of the things that we have actually that a lot of us do now use at home. It's in our cupboards, and we do sometimes go out and we bite for seasoning and stuff like that. So and um, some of us actually um we actually cook uh with 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 some of the stuff like ginger. We do cook with ginger. And we do cook with garlic and we also use lemon as well because we squeeze lemon on fish and other meats that um, might take away some of the pungent taste from some things. And so we have these things and these are the things that we should be looking at to boost our immune system. So in the mornings when you wake up, you can steam uh, some ginger, cut wash the ginger, cut it up, and steam it, or you can steam it with the garlic, and you can also steam it, and then you can put some lime or lemon uh, in into it um, and so this is how you know you can actually boost your immune system. there's also lots of other vitamin C things that we can take, like tangerine um orange. Uh, a pineapple. Uh, pineapple juice is really one of the strongest antiseptic vitamin C healing properties and whenever I get a cold I normally drink a lot of pineapple and it really does uh, work because what we need to do um, is to get uh, the infection out of our nose and from our throat and from our lungs into our gut and so uh, we can uh, use loads of other uh, vitamin C uh, uh, fruits. Is out there that this time of the year we can we can use them. We can also have a lot of mangoes. Uh, those are great um, power uh, fruits. They're very powerful fruits that has everything in it as well. It has magnesium, zinc, uh, vitamin C. Uh, the list is endless in uh, the uh, uh, in the mango and also I can also remember when we were growing up as kids in Jamaica when our parents peeled orange and gave us an orange every morning uh, before we have anything uh, we used to keep the the skin of the orange so you know whoever is peeling the orange would make sure they peel it in and in and uh, without breaking the skin and then they would hang it on, uh, in the kitchen to dry and then when it's dry and in the mornings when they're cooking porridge they would actually put uh, the skin of the porridge uh, the skin of the orange into the porridge and so that's also something that we can do you know, instead of throwing away the skin uh, of the orange or the uh, uh, satsumas the, um, all those little vitamin C um, uh, things Uh, fruits that we do heat um, we can put them in a pot and we can boil them and drink the water from them because the most vitamin C that we're going to get from these products actually comes in the skin and also it has the oils in them uh, which is uh, released also in the body and the body does need oil uh, to carry around and mix and shake the vitamins to the vital uh, parts of the the body. And so that's also a good thing to do. And we're also told to drink lots of water. And a lot of people do not like water. Some people uh, find water distasteful or they just don't drink it. They'd rather drink pop or something that has another punch in it, rather than drinking water pure water is what you need, you don't need to be drinking water uh, that is made up from, you know, with orange or thinking because you drink coke or pop or something like that, that you're getting enough fluids, water is life itself and the body needs 70% water to survive, 40% of that is held also within the skin, so drinking plenty of water and we need to also keep, your gut alkaline so that when the uh, germs and the flu and all the different uh, bacteria that we take in goes in through our body, it can go down into the gut where the gut has all the acidities and the acids to get rid of them and to break them down. And so, Water is life itself and if we carry the water bottles around uh, you know you can cut up some lemon slices and uh, put into the water bottle and that will also help to keep your body constantly alkaline which also is also providing you with um, vitamin C as well. So um, that's going to be uh, one of the uh, benefits that it is important that you do drink also lots of water. And even if you've got the flu and you're drinking some vitamin C uh, in between, like pineapple, like I suggest, or some orange juice, um, make sure that with all of that as well, you've got your water intake that you're taking as well. So very, very important. So eating plenty of fruits with vitamin C and... um, Making sure that um, you actually uh, get some alkaline in it by putting the uh, lime, sorry, the lemon. You can use lime actually. Lime is actually stronger uh, than lemon. And so you can actually do that. Now, the other thing that we need to do every day, which I think a lot of us don't do because we think we live in a very cold country, especially when it's cold in the winter time, and we wake up in the morning. But what we need to do when we wake up in the morning, after you've switched your central eating on and you've warmed up the house, you need to open your windows. So open the windows and allow the fresh air to come into the house. And what this is doing when you open up the windows, even if you're opening it for 10 minutes, with the AC on, it doesn't matter, it will be a nice feeling because the house will be warm, but it will be fresh at the same time. And what you're doing is blowing out all the stale moisture. You know that we live here, especially in England or in countries where it's very, very cold. We do mostly a lot of stuff in the house. So sometimes you're going to. Wash our clothes, and we're going to hang them on a dryer uh, to dry. So there's going to be lots of moisture, and when moisture builds up in your house, it makes condensation, and it's not necessary great moisture. So you have the moisture, plus you have the central heating. The central heating tends to dry moisture out of your body, out of your skin. And it also makes your throat also dry as well. So it is really important that in the mornings when you do wake up, that we try to get some fresh air into our house. And not only is that going to help your body smell and all the different stuff that your body kind of gives off, Um, You know, stale sweat, uh, all that secretion and cooking food in the house. So you need to, instead of using uh, fresh hair and other stuff to mask uh, the smells that's in your house, open your windows and do it, as I say, first thing in the morning when you wake up, just warm up the house and then open up the windows so it lets a lot of that trap moisture out of the house and also giving your lungs a good uh, breath of fresh hair that um, you um, would you know sort of uh, would need uh, to make a good start so don't worry about because um, I know when we were growing up our parents were like oh shut the door you're letting the heat out Uh, sometimes we have to let that heat circulate and that's what a lot of us do. And if you've got a cold or a flu and you're sneezing, it's all in the atmosphere and you keep uh, the the room nice and warm, you know, this is how in that moisture, this is how sometimes these bugs and stuff has an opportunity to grow when we keep it nice and warm. And so um, we really need to get those atmosphere um, Uh, head out in the morning. Another thing that I want to talk about is detox. And in the winter time, it's really also the perfect time to detox as well. If you can just imagine, you know, years and years and years and years, you know, your body is this big, oversized carrier bag. And we dump all kinds of garbage and all kinds of foods and stuff into our body through eating, and some of the stuff that we eat, we don't even really need to eat it. You know, a lot of people are now realizing that they can become more uh, vegetarian-based, plant-based diets rather than eating so much meat. And when you're going to eat meat, which is already a live protein, and you're going to eat something like rice and potatoes, what your body does is actually don't eat the meat. It saves it up in the transverse colon and then what it actually does, it heats the potatoes or the rice or the other stuff and the body prefers to turn and make its own protein. So it will make its own protein from your vegetable-based diet or from even eating uh, your, your, your carbohydrates. It turns carbohydrates into protein. And so um, there's no need for you to really, we just eat meat, I suppose, because somewhere along the line, when God made us, uh, we were supposed to be vegetarian. How we managed to uh, become carnivorous and eating uh, meat uh, is probably another journey. But, uh, you know, um, so most of the meat and stuff that we eat remains in our transverse colon and sometimes never get down into the gut to be digested and it sits in that transverse colon it rots away. And if you are a very heavy meat eater and this has, you know, been going on for years and years depending on your age. Uh, then obviously all of this toxic is going to come through your skin. And that's what the skin does. The skin is an emergency exit. And what it does, it's a big dustbin. And all the body emergency toxic waste, the skin actually takes it away through sweating under the armpit. Or it has different... uh, uh, um, Uh, emergency exit all over your chest, your back, your arms, your ears, millions on your face. And this is what the lymphatic system does. It takes away the waste from your body. And so all of this toxicity doesn't mean that you're going to get rid of everything through the toilet to defecate or to urinate. It will back up and it will come through your skin. And so detoxing your gut is one of the most important thing in this cycle that we're going through. And obviously, uh, we need to get our body to be very alkaline uh, so that it can help the enzymes and the digestive juices uh, inside of our body to work and to get rid of all of the toxic waste And I can also remember, you know, growing up as as kids, we used to always get uh, cod liver oil or something or something uh, to detox. We used to call it herb. They used to make this herb and we used to get it when at the end of every um, uh, weekend, sometime at weekends. And uh, when we were off school for holiday periods, our parents would give us a herb. To detox us so that we could go to the toilet and we could uh, really shift uh, some of the waste that's in our body and we don't seem to do that at all here and especially as well I know that women some women don't really go to the bathroom as often as they should go to the bathroom uh, you might find men go a lot more that they can go in the morning and they're doing it in the morning sometimes women don't have a motion to every three days um, sometimes they don't even have a motion until they have their period cycle uh, when the body produces lots and lots of enzymes to break down the waste and that's when you find that women, the first thing that they do when they come on their period cycle, they tend to go to the toilet more. So uh, these are some of the things that we need to be thinking about, how we can detox our gut. And it's important because even when we have a cold and we do go to the toilet, if you look at your feces, you can see the mucus that comes out of your stomach because, you know, once you can flush that mucus down into the gut, then you will be able to defecate that mucus. And so it is really important that we look at keeping our system um, clean. And a lot of women and lots of people they don't eat a lot of vegetables and it's the green and the white vegetables that creates the cleaning fluid they have all the enzymes that the gut needs to build its own cleaning fluid so that it can break food down and that we can go to the toilet and we can defecate all the toxic away uh, through the defecation and so we need to have a look at the gut and um, whether you have some favorite thing that you like to take, it should be something that's very natural. So what I would suggest that you do is to find your local herbalist. Don't go to Holland and Barrett's and those big stores. Try and go to some of those small private herbalists that has the natural herb and ask them for different things that you can use uh, to clean your gut and to detox your body and to get rid of some of the waste. One of the best detox that I can uh, recommend to you right now, and it has quite a lot of benefit, is a, uh, a natural uh, 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 detox and a natural vitamin builder called merengue. I'm not quite sure if many of you may know of merengue, but if you do, uh, merengue grows on the tree and it grows into a massive big pod. And then when you open the pod, all these little pods are seeds are inside of the merengue. You can use the leaf, you can use the bark, you can use the pod. And now they even have the tea on sale. But what I found that was more beneficial and learning how to use merengue, I had to learn to use merengue because... When I was actually going through my uh, heart crisis uh, uh, five years ago, I was building up a lot of waste in my body. My circulation was off because obviously my um, left valve, which is the lymphatic valve uh, that takes away and cleans up all the waste in your body, that actually um, circulates through the blood system and that was actually leaking so waste was spilling back out of the valve into my system and so my stomach was on fire because it, you know, the waste wasn't in my gut, it was outside affecting all my organs, it was affecting my circulation system, my feet swole, my toe was swollen, I couldn't eat, I, the only way that I could describe it was like somebody had a big pot on the fire bubbling up with water and every time you try to put food into it you're peeling you know yams and potatoes and pumpkin and you were throwing everything in to cook my stomach was literally bubbling up every day it was so painful and I didn't want to eat and all I wanted to do was to sit on the toilet and try to see if I can get rid of this uh, 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 food and stuff out of my system and so I found merengue uh, I was introduced to it by a nurse a black Jamaican nurse when I spent my first two weeks in the hospital and I have not looked back and I've learned to use merengue um, not only merengue is good for detoxing your body but every vitamin, every mineral that your body needs to survive, these pods have all of that in. And so, I just find it's just one of these miracle uh, detox and vitamin provider, because if you're not eating uh, the correct foods and stuff, because even now that I am not uh, um, having a heart problem anymore, but I've got a mechanical valve in, And with that mechanical valve, I cannot eat the greens. I cannot eat broccoli and cabbage and, you know, all those green and white vegetables that actually produces the enzymes to detox my body. I can't have that because it interferes with the blood thinning, warfarin that they give me. So I have had to find another way in which to get all the vitamins That my body needs to survive and I found that the merengue was exactly what it does. So what I did when I actually came home from hospital and my body was still bloated up with uh, toxicity, with all the medication that they'd given me, my heart, I was carrying excess water. And they give you diuretics to try and get rid of this and I couldn't take those diuretics because when you're taking the diuretics, you have to sit there and drink about you know, um, one and a half, two and a half litres of water every day or else it's going to really feel uh, quite painful in your gut. And so it wasn't really that good for me and I still had loads of fluid in my toes, in my legs, uh, around my heart. It was just everywhere and I found that the merengue, what I did was every night... Uh, to get the real benefit from merengue, not to have it during the day with your food. They do have the teas, uh, so if you find that you want to drink the teas, you know, it's good. But to really get the full benefit of merengue detoxing you is to use the pods at night. And I would take three pods at night. So um, if you're going to be uh, at home, uh, maybe on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, you can do this, but don't do this if you know that you're going to work until you literally detox your body and then you become regular. You regulate your your, 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 your um, body uh, to work very gentle when you, you wake up first thing in the morning. But when you first start taking merengue, what you need to do is to take it at night. Let that be the last thing you do at night before you go to sleep. On the weekends, take it Friday night or Saturday night and make sure that you're not going out. Is If you take three pods, just chew them and just take a lot of water and swallow them and then go to bed. In the morning when you wake up, um, you will see the movements, they will start. But before you go to bed, make sure you drink about a good glass and a half of water because it works so much better when you have the water to also take it all the way uh, through the system. So go to bed, you wake up in the morning and the first thing you're going to do, you are going to hit that toilet. And your defecation is not going to come down, uh, you know, um, it's going to come down like a river, um, you know, you are going to feel as if you are urinating from your back passage. And when you think you finish, you've only just started. And so, you know, stay in and make sure that you detox and drink plenty of water during the day while you're in that detox. And you will go to the toilet several times. So you can do that on the Friday night. And then you can also take another three on the Saturday night and continue that detoxing program. And then if you have to go to work on the uh, Monday, then you don't do any more detoxing on the Sunday. So it might take you about two or three weekends to literally clean yourself up. Once you've actually cleaned yourself up, spending about two or three weekends doing that, then what you can do is start every night before you go to bed again, just start with taking two merengue pods uh, in the usual way, last thing before you go to bed with some water. And you. what you will find is that your body will start, you know, moving away the rest of the waste and the rest of, uh, you know, the cleaning up that it needs to be doing. It will do it quite nicely for you. And if you do that every day and do that for about, uh, a two-weeks period, and then after two weeks, and you see that you've settled up your uh, 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 merengue to take in three pods instead of two pods. And let that three pods be your daily routine every night before you go to bed. And you will find that you will start cleaning out your gut a lot better. Um, and you'll also find that... Um, your vitamin levels and your vitality will go up because it does have lots of vitamins and minerals. Every single one of the minerals and vitamins that your body needs to uh, make it work efficiently is in that merengue pod. And so that's a great way. And that's one of the best way um, that I can tell you to detox with something that's safe but also replacing your minerals and your vitamins as it's actually detoxing as well. Um, Meringue, you should be able to pick that up. As I said, if you go to any of your local um, uh, 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 health uh, place, not Holland and Barrett's, uh, they will be able to get the merengue in for you. If they haven't got it, they sell it. And so look around uh, and you'll see, you won't get it from the um, white shops and stuff like that. So, you know, go to the Indian shop, they have it. Sometimes they're, I know here in Dalston, in London, there's an African woman, she sells merengue. And there's lots of herbalists now, local herbalists um, that do stock the merengue powder. They stock the merengue pods. They stack uh, lots of different uh, ways in which the merengue um, you can get. One of the things that merengue has actually done for me as well was during the process of my heart situation and taking some really uh, uh, serious medication, I lost a lot of my hair. My hair started growing thin. I had a bald spot and the bald spot on the front. And... uh, my hair was really trashed as well from all that medication. And by taking the merengue, my hair has grown back. Um, It's looking much more fuller, much more healthier. And uh, that really also helped me a lot with my hair loss. And I know that's true uh, because there's a gentleman in Jamaica um, who, whose hair was bald and he started taking the merengue and he noticed that his hair started um, growing back uh, from taking uh, the merengue. So the merengue has a lot of uh, value. It can detox and it can also replace all the minerals and vitamins that your body needs to survive. So that's a great way of building up your immune system. And There is lots of other things that you can do to build up your immune system. Eat a lot of almond uh, peanuts, almond nuts. Uh, They're packed with vitamin C and also eating nuts um, uh, uh, gives your body uh, all the roughage and all the good nutrients that you can get in natural nuts. Not salted peanuts, but if you try to get nuts that are not salted and almond Uh, is one of the greatest nuts that you can also use as well. So those are some of the things that we can do to help ourselves. Now, some of the other things that you can do to help yourself when you're worried about rushing around trying to find sanitizer and they've actually sold out of sanitizers and stuff like that in the shop because people are going crazy. And these are people who are very selfish but not only are they selfish they're very lazy and they don't want to do things for themselves they have things ready made so you can make your own sanitizer by getting some aloe vera gel uh, from anywhere just go to um, any shop or you can buy the real thing as well and put some rubbing alcohol in with the aloe vera and that can be your sanitizer that you can take, your rubbing gel. What I've actually done as well is i bought some uh, makeup remover, you know, the makeup remover that girls use to take off their makeup. That has got plenty of alcohol in it. And what I've done is I bought some of those and I put some zaflora uh, antibacterial disinfectant uh, in it. And um, I can also use that Uh, when I'm out traveling to wipe my hands or to wipe any surface and that's also another good thing but there's lots of things that we can do to help ourselves I see everybody running around buying this and buying that you know just to even clean your floors and to clean your doors Uh, the door handles you can use vinegar in water you can also put some of the um, so flora antibio- uh antibacterial disinfectant in that and, you know, you can become creative. It's time we become creative. There's so much things that we can do for ourselves to be creative. We don't have to be running around panicking because people have bought lots of things uh, in their selfish way and they've left nothing for us uh, that we can buy. And some of those things are getting very expensive anyway. Uh, They have increased the prices just because they know that they can. So please try and see if you can help to take care of yourself by doing certain things that will make your immune system much stronger and to give you a fighting chance to get over this virus that is around. And hopefully, like today, we will start getting some more sunshine because when the sun shines and we get loads of vitamin D into our body, that's another way that our immune system gets built up as well is through that. And also it makes us feel better. Another thing we need to take a look at is not to become fearful because when we have fear, this is what creates the stress. And then when we get stressful, it does attack our immune system and we get anxious. And all of these things are the way that our immune system is going to break down. is through the fear and then it becomes stressful and then our immune system becomes low and then we can catch anything that's available out there for us. Not just this, but all kind of stuff can happen to us. And so, let's take care of ourselves. And while we're taking care of ourselves, share what you know with others so that they too can take care of themselves. And, you know, don't be afraid like I was today when I saw the young girl touching her face. I reminded her, you know, you're out and about, you're touching the surfaces, you know, you're not home when you get home and you can wash your hands. Uh, Then you can touch your face, but while you're out, you cannot touch your face. And that's what they mean, is the touching of your face while you're out on, you know, with other people and not just in, you know, when you're indoors with your own germs, that's fine. But out there, uh, you don't have an opportunity to be washing your hands and you're touching the buses and you're touching this, you know, uh, then please do. Another thing that I do when I get home, I get loads of lemon big uh, basin put everything into uh, it with lime or 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 lemon and just soak your fruits wash them off before you put them away wash all your cans uh, down uh, your canned food wash them down before you put them in your cupboard and just make sure you clean everything before you put it into your fridge and into your cupboard and that's another way that you can help yourself. Um, and also, you know, what I normally do, um, I don't use a lot of um, wet uh, mops to clean my house. I still have that vinegar and water with the Zaflora, and uh, you can put any other kind of disinfectant in a big spray bottle. And um, I spray um, my, my floors and I mop my floors dry with. Uh, those um, things rather than using those mops and then you have the mops in the house and they dry if you don't have a outside door to keep them uh, and they can become also smelly and if you live in a small environment you may not have the space to keep all of those things so I have one of those um, uh, uh, mops uh, what they call it The the ones that you use to dust with, I have one on my mop and um, I literally uh, spray uh, the disinfectant with the vinegar and stuff on the floor and I dry clean my floor. It is the best thing. And I dry clean the tiles, uh, the wooden floor shouldn't have lots of water on it anyway and that's the best way that you can also quickly constantly clean uh, your doors as well the door handles when you come in clean them Uh, you can clean the floor quite quickly when you come in and also try to keep some of that uh, germs out of your house so that's just some of the tips that I can uh, share with you uh, that you can use to help to protect yourself and not to panic and worry too much uh, because then the fear sets in and then it lowers our immune system when we have fear so I'm still going to dance my way out of uh, my podcast like I've been doing for weeks and weeks now and Hopefully, you found something that you like to dance to that will lift your spirit. And obviously, uh, with the situation that's going on in the world right now, we need our spirits to be lifted up. So until next time, uh, I'm going to play my song and we're going to dance our way uh, into our greatness. So until next time, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself so that you can be kind to others and grow into your greatness. And say she's freaky. Baby, what's the most she